Chapter 1 The Apprentice Let none falter who thinks he is right, and we may succeed. Abraham Lincoln, Springfield, Illinois, 1839 The peculiar march of events that carried Alan Pinkerton to Baltimore had begun twenty-two years earlier, on the night of November 3, 1839, on a rain-soaked field in South Wales. At that time, Abraham Lincoln was still a young legislator in Illinois, voicing early concern over voting rights and the injustice and bad policy of slavery. An ocean away, Pinkerton was also throwing himself at what he called the higher principles of liberty, even at the risk of his own freedom. Pinkerton had traveled hundreds of miles from his home in Glasgow to take his place amid a swelling band of protest marchers as they prepared to descend on the Welsh town of Newport. These crazed and misguided zealots, as one newspaper called them, were the vanguard of the Chartist agitation, a working-class labor movement struggling to make its voice heard in Britain. Pinkerton, though barely twenty-two years old, thought of himself as the most ardent Chartist in Scotland. Ragged and footsore, Pinkerton moved among the demonstrators as they huddled beside campfires, listening to firebrand speeches and waiting for reinforcements that would never come. They were, as Pinkerton himself would admit, a sorry-looking group. A few had tattered blankets pulled tight around their shoulders for protection against a chilling rain. Others went barefoot in the squelching mud. The Chartist demands, as spelled out in the People's Charter of 1838, included universal suffrage, equitable pay, and other democratic reforms for Britain's toiling class. Lately, the movement had been split by internal conflict, with one faction espousing nonviolent moral force to achieve its goals, and another comprised of physical force men who were prepared, perhaps even eager, to take up arms. Matters came to a crisis in July 1839, when the House of Commons rejected a national petition bearing over a million signatures. The following month saw the charismatic Chartist leader Henry Vincent convicted on conspiracy charges, spurring the physical force wing of the movement toward a large-scale uprising. Henry Vincent had been imprisoned at Monmouth Castle outside Newport, and it was thought that several other Chartist leaders were being held in the town's Westgate Hotel. As thousands of marchers, many of them miners and mill workers, massed on the outskirts of town, it became clear that they intended to demonstrate their fervid passions to the country at large. Exactly how they intended to do so remains a subject of debate. Many believe that the marchers planned to storm the Westgate Hotel and free the prisoners they thought were inside. Others contend that a massive demonstration was planned to secure the release of Henry Vincent from his castle cell, perhaps signaling a nationwide uprising in support of the Chartist agenda. In any event, there were iron pikes and muskets in the hands of many of the marchers, suggesting that their intent could not have been entirely peaceful. The original plan called for the marchers to advance on Newport under cover of darkness. But it was past nine o'clock in the morning before they finally descended on the town. The delay proved costly. Military forces from a nearby royal regiment had used the time to reinforce the hotel and surrounding buildings. As the rain-soaked, disorganized laborers massed in the village square, they found themselves facing off against a small, 
but well-armed company of battle-trained soldiers. The details of what followed are not entirely clear. According to some accounts, the Chartists surged forward and banged at the shuttered windows of the hotel to demand the release of the prisoners, only to be met with a withering volley of musket fire. Within minutes, the ranks broke and the marchers fell back in wild...